everybody and welcome to episode two of the Pez Supplement. It feels wrong saying it that right, right? E-Football Supplement. <laughs> Gary's face is destroyed. <laughs> We're here again and I've got a star-studded cast with me today. I have Asim. How you doing, Asim? You good? I'm good, man. Good. Uh, I haven't talked Pez in a while, so looking forward to talking Pez and going through this reveal. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Excellent, excellent. We also have Gary. How you doing, Gary? I'm good. All good. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm just like you. I'm sweating at the moment. It's so hot. <laughs> yeah. It is unbelievable. Brutal. And he's back from the trenches. Suf, how you doing? It's been time. It's been a while. It's been a while, boys. Um, yeah. When, when I when I got the invite, Sonny, I was like, you know what? It's time. It's time. It's time to make an appearance. And uh, <laughs> your your platform seemed like the one for me. That's it. Excellent. I really appreciate that. But it's not just my platform. It's everyone in the Pez community's platform. They all come together. This is where they can talk Pez. I need to get used to saying that. This is where they can talk eFootball. And uh, I'm just messing. I'm going to still refer to it as Pez. Um, that's the way it's got to be. But before we get into all that, just for anyone who obviously isn't aware of your guys' work in the community or that, Asim, how did you get into the franchise when you were younger? Um. My introduction to PES came like with ISS, um, from like probably like SNES days, mm -hmm. uh, international superstar soccer, where you know you could run on the side and just you know always score that goal. Um, <laughs> that was that was my thing. Uh, and then yeah, I, I think from then on, uh, obviously PS One as well, N sixty four, you know the, the famous cover with Ince and Ravinelli. That was that was one of my favorites uh, back in the day as well. And then it turned into. Uh, Prohibition Soccer or Prevo or PES, whatever you want to call it, PS2 days. And that's when I kind of got into PES like hardcore mm -hmm. um, and kind of got into playing it. It took over my life. Like PES was my life back in back in the day. I grew up playing PES. Um, you know, we used to, I think I mentioned this before when I've been on a podcast a long time ago. Like, like my thing was like, we used to do Master League, uh, like all my friends. We used to save a Master League, Master League teams on a memory card, do like, infinite seasons i used to have like figo in my team ronaldo <laughs> all that and then we used to go to like each of those houses and like battle our master league teams we kept like a, a scorecard a score sheet um um yeah i missed those days i missed those days and basically my entire time at uni was spent playing pez really um <laughs> you, you'd come i'd actually miss some lectures probably playing pez to be honest uh because i was so tired <laughs> from the night before um but yeah, it was it was my life as like growing up as and then you know I did some like um, I was I used to run a forum back in the day. Uh, it was called NTSC UK. It was like a really like old school retro forum. We used to have a good little community there. Um, we used to talk about pairs. Used to do tournaments as well. I entered like uh, I think Pez six like a tournament at HMV uh, Oxford Street in London, uh, and I won that. I remember I got assigned Bobby Zamora hoodie because he was like one of the one of the ambassadors at that, that time. <laughs> Imagine that I've got assigned Bobby Zamora. I still don't know where it is, but I've got assigned Bobby Zamora. What are you lying for? You you gave it him back. Where's the trophy? <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred a trophy. Now that's harsh from Bobby Zamora. Bobby Zamora. Um, but no, um, used to play kind of like I guess semi-pro back in those days. Uh, I was pretty decent. Um, and then I was introduced to like uh, like the community hardcore with like Adam and stuff. Really, uh, we kind of got talking because uh, I was a member on the forums. Uh, met Adam, met, met stuff, and we kind of clicked uh, in terms of our Pez, our Pez love. Um, and I met Gary through there as well. So basically, all my kind of real life friends right now have come through Pez, which is like it's it means a lot. Like Pez, 
Um, so yeah, and obviously, as you guys know, and I guess some people might know, probably listening or watching, uh, I worked at Konami on on Pez for three years as well, uh, in terms of social, online, and community as well. So I'm sure we'll touch on that later as well. Um, but yeah, Pez has been. I know people in the people in the community say, "Oh, he's been a FIFA guy though." <coughs> Pez, Pez, like you guys know, over here, uh, Pez has been my, my like kind of like life growing up. I, I've you know come like we've got together stuff. Gary played Pez together at Adam sometimes. So, uh, Sunny, I've been to your house. We played Pez as well. So yeah, it's a uh, it's um it will always hold a special place in my heart. Should I say? Excellent. Well, I mean, I'm similar to I'm similar to you. I was back on a PlayStation One games, but I just want to mention we were so like competitive that when Facebook obviously became a thing, we digitized our old score papers for, you know, hist historical purposes. So when somebody goes, I'm the best at PES, we'll go back to the Facebook page, you know, where all our scores Yeah, you need to have a record. You need to have a record. That's what yeah, I'm course, saying, you know what course, I mean? And that's how competitive we were. But so what about yourself? I mean, I remember correctly, the last time I listened to you talking about PES, I'm pretty sure it was the episode about Magic Boots, that infamous episode about boots and stat increases <laughs> and things like that. I remember that episode clearly, you know, but oh, I, man. how did you get it, into the franchise? It, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, my story, uh, similar to Aston's really, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of parallels there. Um, my first experience, well, it was before it was, it was Pez, it was, it, it was Super Nintendo days um, when the first ISS came out. Um, and I remember at the time I had, I had a Mega Drive. Um, and I bought a Super Nintendo to play ISS. That was the wow. reason why I bought the console. Um, and then obviously that that continued with the PlayStation. Um, I have to be honest and say that the majority, I spent most of my time playing Winning Eleven over over PES over the over the European mm -hmm. uh, version. Um, but everything from Winning Eleven first version, dabbled a little bit with the J League games as well. Um, throughout throughout my teenage years, into similar to Asim, into university, um, I remember I remember funny 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 events, sort of being going over to my mate's house during my uni days and and getting involved in a Pez tournament, and then and then sort of missing a date with a girl, and then getting getting <laughs> verbally abused on the phone because I missed a date and and all this kind of stuff. So Pez Pez like like Asim took over my life in a, in a way, and um, and then. We did a little thing. Um, uh, my, I, I, I sort of connected with with Adam and Ambati on over over in the forums. We we set up Winning Eleven blog, and then I got I got to meet amazing people like Asim and, and Gary, and and and, and the, the list is endless, really. But um, but yeah, we 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 set up the podcast, started doing some video content, expanded our horizons, started flirting with the enemy with FIFA, and uh, but Pez was always. You know, it's always center stage, right? Um, and uh, and like Asim said, like it, it it it's not just the game itself and your love for the game, but it just the impact it has on your life. I think is 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 something that you can't deny. And and all of all of my closest friends um, are either people that I've met through Pez or people that I became friends with because we played Pez as kids um, or as teenagers. Um, which is fascinating to, to, to kind of think about, but um, but yeah, I've been I've been it's probably been yeah a couple a couple of years since I was uh, last on a, on a, on a podcast or, or something like that. But yeah, glad to be back. Glad to be Sweet. back. And I'm pretty sure we've all lost friends in Pez, not just gained them as well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's how, com sure. that's how yeah. competitive uh, we are in that. But uh, I mean, Gary, what about yourself? 
I mean, you've you've been in the PES community for such a long time as well, haven't you? Yeah, so it's a very similar to ASIM and stuff, basically, and yourself. Um, I started off on ISS on the SNES. You can probably, I don't know if you can see that over my shoulder. Oh, um, so they're my they're my games from when I was a kid. Um, wow! And nice, being a nice. being a being a kid in football, you want a football game, and like I thought, yeah, this looks decent. So I got involved with that, then moved over to the PS One, and then obviously PS Two days were like the the sort of pinnacle of the series. Um, and I just sort of got so engrossed in it from just playing with friends, and then obviously got involved with WMB with Suff and Adam. Went to Adam's place to play the like latest versions of Pez. Also, Pez fan as well. That's another sort of old sort of throwback. Wow, um, proper throwback that one. Pez fan. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just sort of took over my life. And those were the days when obviously you would buy like Pez or Win an Eleven and play for the whole year. Yeah. And then wait until the new version, and it was exciting to get the new, see the new updates. And um, so yeah, that those are sort of my that's sort of a brief synopsis of my sort of time with Pez. Obviously, I've met. Asim, Suf, you through Pez, um, Adam, there's so many, Nico, there's so many people that I've met just from playing a game, which is crazy if you think about it, but amazing at the same time. So it's not like Suf said, it's not just a game, it's the fact that it brought people together, um, which is amazing and sad at the same time, because the sad part is that is no longer going to be a thing, which we, we will talk about in due course, I'd imagine. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's interesting, you said, you know, one thing that we've all got in the same similarities is people talk about how games like Destiny and Fortnite and League of Legends and that bring communities and people together. Pez was doing it, you know, back in the day, mm. a long time ago. It just wasn't online. It was just via meetups yeah. and memory cards, you know, yeah. that's it. But yeah. as you mentioned, we do have a lot to talk about, you know, we're going to talk about the trailer, the roadmap, <laughs> our opinions. We've got letters from listeners to kickstart it with but i mean where before we get into the obviously the meat of it which is obviously that trailer to start with uh asim where were you when it dropped when all when it just dropped out of nowhere where were you i was i had started working <laughs> i started my work day <laughs> and it just dropped out of nowhere right um, um there was no like lead up to it like no like hype or no like hey it's, it's dropping at 9 a.m or 10 a.m or whatever it just dropped um which is kind of typical i guess um uh i think actually the first first person to send it across me was you uh like and then i uh i loaded it up on my on my pc and had a look at it and yeah um we'll save that i'm sure we'll get them (laughs) i'm sure sure we'll go on to that uh gary where were you so i was just relaxing in the morning just doing shit and like um just just literally sort of got out of the shower and then i see you dropped it in our like whatsapp chat and i was like Blimey, that, like, I didn't expect it that early. I was expecting, like, sort of afternoon, early afternoon. And then, yeah, watched it. And then, yeah. And so <laughs> we, we, were you just uh, surprised out of the blue that it came? Or were you, were you scribing on social media when it came? You know... <laughs> that pause there was the that, that delay was amazing. <laughs> that pregnant pause said it all, right? I just, I, I just don't even know what to say. Um, I was, I was funny enough. I, I saw the message from you, Sonny, um, and I was actually, I was actually on a work call, um, yeah. and then I just saw the message, and I, 
And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm having issues with my work call, technical issues. Bye, exactly. bye. <laughs> I, actually, I actually told him, hold on. So I muted, I muted my line. Some guys, carry on. Uh, I just, I, I put it on, I put it on my, on my second screen. And uh, yeah, um, a lot to be said. Mm. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, I mean, get straight into it. Ask him the big line, uh, recreate the perfect football environment from grass, players' movement, crowds, revamped animation and game controls. That was the big first statement in the reveal trailer. Um, so obviously just watching the trailer and digesting it, I'm pretty sure you've probably watched it one or two times. Um, yeah. How does that statement hold to what you visually saw? Um, <laughs> from a visual point of view, if, if that's what you're asking me from a visual point of view, um, comparing it to the teaser they dropped back when obviously uh, the season update uh, came, was, I think was coming out before then, they just they set the stage then. Um, comparing it to that, was left underwhelmed, shall we say. Uh, I think that's probably the word to use. Um, it didn't feel like, you know, um, I, I, it's harsh to say, it's harsh to say like, you know, they've had a couple of years to work on it. Maybe more, you don't know, uh, or maybe less. I don't know. Again, um, but if that is around two years of work um, to like build up a next gen game, visually, mm. what we saw in the trailer is a bit disappointing. Uh, I mean, you see, you see other games on the market, um, you know, next gen wise, whether it be sports games or whether it be you know whatever games, um, they're 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 raising the bar in terms of what you expect visually uh, from a next gen game and. Yeah, this was disappointing visually, uh, shall I say. And in terms of like, the gameplay stuff, it's hard to tell watching a trailer, but it seemed like a lot of similar stuff. They didn't seem... I mean, they, they have to have a focus on... They said one-on-ones, which I guess goes in line with like the eFootball, eSports. eSports is, like, uh, is kind of focused more on the one-on-one battles rather than the 11v11. It's, you know, it's more focused on that. Um, so that kind of, I guess... Falls in line with the direction they're going uh, with this, um, but one word to describe, um, I guess, to answer your question would be underwhelming and disappointing. As a fan, mm. you're on mute, Sonny. No, no, talking, talking <laughs> while I'm muted, right? Um, so obviously, you said, um, you know, your pregnant pause kind of spoke a thousand words, but I mean, obviously, they made big powerful bold statements on the um the wildlife documentary voiceover that we had you know uh, oh. <laughs> reaction to that voiceover right um <laughs> i mean there's just no enthusiasm in that voice whatsoever you know but i mean what was your thoughts because they that, that was a huge statement that they're talking about you know we wanted to reinvent pez we've done it so much we've broken a barrier that we're leaving pez behind here is e-football that was the big thing did you see that progression in that short trailer, you know, because as you know, um, first impressions are everything, you know, and in a way, technically it's the second impression after the Messi teaser, but from the big standpoint, this was the, this was your moment to shine. How did it land with you? I'll walk you through my, through my thoughts as I was going through it um, and just watching the trailer. Um, a couple of things sort of that I thought about as I was loading it up, uh, things that stood out in my mind. Uh, firstly, one-year hiatus in the sense that last year's version wasn't a full version. Mm -hmm. um, 
Secondly, precedent historically since the end of the PS2 era, um, going into the PS3 era, um, that carried on into the PS4 era as well, of there's no other way to put it, but basically poor life cycle management from a sense that you know what a console's life cycle is, um, and you know when these how how often new consoles come to market. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to prepare yourself and prepare your brand for new hardware, essentially. Um, they missed the boat with PS3, they missed the boat with PS4. Um, and you, the Americans say, three strikes, you're out. So there was no room for error, essentially. Um, so when I put it on, there was just a lot of vibes of you know, even from the beginning, the, the, the kind of the approach from a marketing perspective of that voice, the video with Messi, the color scheme, it just, something just didn't feel oh right. God, that, that color scheme. <laughs> oh, that color scheme. It's like the neon and I don't know what. And I, immediately I just thought to myself, okay, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not understanding your audience um, and the evolution of your audience over time, right? Um, so for me, I carried on watching the trailer and by the time I, I was finished, I, I felt pretty overwhelmed. And to be honest with you, it, it, was, it was just a sense of disappointment because I thought to myself, we've been down this road before um, and these mistakes have been made um, where it's almost like you missed the boat and then you're playing catch up throughout the generation. Um, and, you know, six or seven releases over the life of, of, of a console generation, you're constantly playing catch up. So I was hoping for, given particularly the precedent that was set with that messy reveal a year ago, that, that set a pretty high benchmark. Mm -hmm. But I just, I was struggling to see similarities between what, what they had defined as potential work in progress render of, of what the game might look like versus what we saw in the trailer. So it was underwhelming. Um, and I felt that for a reveal that has been highly, like, highly anticipated, a lot of people waiting, uh, a fan base is thirsty. Um, wasn't exactly what I thought it would be. Mm. I mean, Gary, the, uh, so put a good point there, you know, uh, that the risk, yes, you can release eFootball, but then appease the audience by giving you a teaser trailer, which was that messy render last year. But the, the dangerous precedence of that is it sets expectations high. It lets imaginations go wild. It lets us start to dream about that, that, that next generation of, you know, a pro Evo game on a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. You've obviously gone through that. You've saw that render last year. You've built up what it could mm. potentially be throughout the year. So you've sat down and you've watched this six and a half, seven minute trailer. What was your initial thoughts? Um, messy. <laughs> Not that. That wasn't a pun, by the way. Messy. Um, <laughs> I love it. It was just, I, I, like the whole voiceover thing for starters was dreadful. Um, I didn't know if I was watching like a Amazon Prime like sports documentary or um, all or nothing. So that, that, yeah, exactly. That was that was a bit weird. Um, and then yeah, you've mentioned the color scheme, which was just weird. Um, but I don't know. There's something about it. There was parts of it that looked nice, like from vis visual standpoint, like the stadium sort of side of it. But then when it showed like the gameplay in motion, that looked very last gen. Mm -hmm. um, and you could see like skating and just sort of issues with clipping through like the grass and through the ball. Um, and it just, I don't know, I, like part of me 
gets why they're going free to play it sort of i can understand why they're doing that but the trouble is the messaging has got to be on point like at this point we know that it's free to play with what is it seven teams right something like that um and that's all we know really um we don't know when master leagues come in we don't know when um other parts of it are coming we just don't know much at all and even like the roadmap stuff at the end if you look at it they haven't even named the modes which yeah. to me says TBC like, is the greatest name I've ever heard. What are you on about TBC? Yeah. TBC. <laughs> it's just like 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 I know we're not comparing, but you would never get EA doing that with FIFA, like having a mode that's not named. Uh, to me, that just screams like shit. We need to get this out here quick. Um, everything about it just seems like off. Um, so yeah, would you, yeah. to, would you prefer if they just didn't even have? TBC there or didn't even include it there just left it as a surprise for later yeah I think that would have been better myself um and the whole sort of messy sort of teaser trailer and then this it seems like two different games um because the messy teaser looked phenomenal but let's be honest Pez have done this in the past with you have to remember that when that teaser trailer, he was on a million a week. He's had a 50% pay cut. And <laughs> visual degradation, right? That's what you get. Fair shout. Fair shout. I think, but yeah, I think, like... Go on, Gary. No, I was just going to say, Pez have done this, Konami have done this in the past with teasers that don't look anything like the final game. So you sort of half expect it. But yeah, yeah I, think, I don't know. I think speaking as a... Just to, just to add to what Suf and Gary said, speaking as a consumer... And also putting my marketing professional hat on the road to this has not been great either like you've got the teaser okay fine that's a teaser mm. you're, you're setting expectations sorry sunny's going for popcorn no no <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna i'm just gonna speak as a fan i'm gonna and i'm gonna speak as someone who works in marketing right so just lay it out um, so the teaser's fine. Okay, you're, you're, you're saying expectations. You're, you're, you're saying like, we're having a season update, um, but this is a glimpse at the future. That's fine. Okay, that's fair. And then the next point, the first touch point for the new game was this new football game performance test. And your first touch point with consumers needs to be on point. That's, mm. that, that's, the, that, that's the first impression. Like, you know, that, that, it, it wasn't a closed beta, so that it went out to everyone. Everyone could download it and play it and that's your first impression of the game and even the comms around that and the like uh, the messaging around that was it was just so off like to where the gary used it was just so off it was like um it was like they didn't believe in it or they didn't mm. want to push it almost it was just like they were scared to like talk about it i mean a better way and i i think we've discussed it a, a better way of going about it might have been you know okay we, we if you want to do a close close beta or like test is you know do do what FIFA do. They, you know, they do a close close beta under NDA. It goes out to a select number of people. They get to test out certain modes, uh, certain functionalities, mm. and they get the data they need. <coughs> Going out to the wider public with something like this is <coughs> always going to set impressions from the off. It's the first touch yeah. point with something, and then you lead up to this, and it's like there's no, there was no hype. Um, like they put the date in the in, on the ad boards in the in performance tests. They didn't even talk about the date properly until like a week or so later, or they didn't acknowledge the the test existed. Um, yeah, there's no again, build up. Yeah, and again, as a fan, as, as someone who wants to get excited about the next game, and also then putting my marketing hat on, it's like that's just it's just 
it's just almost it's like it's it's almost like suicide you know um mm. like i have you're... a question Captain. i have go a question on. go on <laughs> is this do you feel that this might just be that we just have to accept that this is a cultural difference in in, in how to in how to market and how and how to and how to approach or yeah i mean one could argue you need to know your fan base you need to know your audience you need to you need to um, understand rules of engagement right yeah but i'm just curious is it is it just cultural differences just being too too much of a mountain to climb or, or, or hurdle to yeah. overcome i mean having some inside experience i i think so yes uh and again i don't want to like shame anyone or anything like that i've got i've got friends uh and you know uh, former colleagues that i respect over there but i think so i think so i think it's a it's a it's a boundary where they don't understand maybe the current uh, i mean the i mean the market's been like this like you need to engage with your fans your community base like the guys who have kept you know uh, the series going and you know been being vocal about chip feedback and changes etc to just put that test out there like that and then go into this with no build up like like you saw fifa's again it's i, I don't want to compare but you have to look across the other side and see like fifa like building up to their uh their their hyper motion stuff they had account that they had like daily not almost a daily post they had regular posts like kind of hyping it up mm. leading up to it you knew exactly what time i think it was yesterday right from, from when we we're recording this yeah uh, you know exactly what time everything was going out and you know it was it was it was clear and concise in the messaging whereas um we didn't like like sunny you asked the question like where were you when it dropped like <laughs> yeah you should, should be asking that question you shouldn't really be you shouldn't really need to know that like you should have a time like <laughs> yeah. you should like um you know 10 a.m whatever um just give people the time and i know sometimes working in the industry there are times when assets like you know go through approval and they drop like really late sometimes you might get them like five ten minutes before the actual go time but that's fine like if, if you if you clear and clear and open with your with your consumers your fan base say like it's going out at 9 a.m and mm. you know if, if internally you get the trailer at like five minutes to nine okay you say um you might want to put a message saying, okay, you know, trade is slightly delayed. We're going to put it out at this time. It, it gives you that breathing room. It gives you that breathing room. Like no one knew. Like people, I saw people on Twitter like asking like, when's it dropping? When's it dropping? Mm. Um, it's just the whole lead up to it, I think has been a bit, it's been off. It's just been like, it's kind of like no one's read the room. Uh, yeah. You know, so to speak. Uh, and like understood like what's, what's been going on. And then, obviously, um, just on your guys' thoughts, obviously, EA, their EA play is tomorrow, you know, and what they've done is they've, they've looked at different genres that they have in their portfolio of smaller games, shooters. Madden had its completely own deep dive. FIFA had its own deep dive and things like that. And you think, when you compare, I mean, even, even if you look at a Sony state of play when they just base it on one game and it's 15 minutes long and it's just that one game or other companies or Nintendo, you know, they'll do direct just for one game. This was a, is this a big opportunity missed where Konami could have sat there and thought, right, you know what, let's do a 15 minute press. I mean, Capcom had one of the worst presentations, the second one for Resident Evil Village, you know, that was the worst thing. I've ever, it was practically just for the additions, but it was one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever sat through. And I was just like, oh my God, that was not needed. But how would you have done it, Asim? Obviously, you mentioned it, you know, so we're going to put your consumer slash marketing hat back on both of them, yeah. right? How would I mean, you like to have seen it? Because let's be honest, in the community 
of pro evolution soccer, eFootball, ISS winning 11, no matter what they would have done, they would have won in some people's eyes, they would have lost in some people's eyes. Of but course, of course. Would, how would you have pitched it differently yeah. for people? Yeah. I mean, you can't please everyone. So you're, you're 100% right there. But I think there's a, there's a, a way of being clear and open and concise with your messaging, right? I think even if, you, if you're just talking about the reveal, I think what they could have done, maybe they could have got, and I don't want to just mention his name on, on, on a whim here, but maybe you should have got Adam in front of a camera or someone from the dev team in front of a camera, just like, again, kind of like, kind of like EA did with FIFA yesterday. Uh, and let's like talk through the vision, what it means going free to play, talking about why they're going free to play, um, explain like the decisions. Like we, we kind of got bits and pieces from like IGN and maybe some of the website. It was just very fractured messaging. Just, you know, you should have one single source of truth in terms of an asset that told you exactly what you need to know, why it's free to play. Um, when are the modes mm. coming? Um, you know, talk through the roadmap a bit as well. Uh, any sort of game features that you, you know, that you might, might want to highlight and, you know, kind of lay it out and add a human touch to it. Uh, you know, so someone out there speaking, like out there speaking about it. Um, that's, that's probably the way I would have, I would have gone about it. Uh, or even something as simple as a blog, you know, uh, where it's an FAQ blog, just putting, you know, that, that answers all all the fan uh, all the fan of community questions and even be even before then what they could have done to bring some of the community on site is maybe you know speak to like the likes of Pez Universe or similar sites in in around Europe or uh, South America there's so many good you know Pez Pez community sites out there maybe get them under NDA kind of speak to them like explain explain the vision to them like you know what's what's happening going forward get them on site and then almost use them as a tool to also uh, you know, kind of dissipate information across as well. So everyone's on the same page, like the communities across global are kind of like on the same page. Everyone kind of understands what's happening. There was, there's different ways in my head that I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe could have gone down. Uh, and the trailer didn't need to be, it was like, again, what, six minutes or so long? Should, should have mm. been, the trailer should have been just one asset, like one short, concise, like couple of minutes asset showing off some, you know some gameplay they didn't need the stuff with Messi in there I don't think they didn't need, didn't need the stuff with Iniesta yeah. there or PK <laughs> should have shown gameplay and then the rest of the stuff kind of attached to that the roadmap stuff they should have done like maybe as I said a, a, a video Q&A with Adam or someone from the dev team or release like a separate uh, blog where they could have answered all the questions Gary mm, uh, yeah. you're very entwined in the industry you, you see a lot of things that are going on would this have been better as an IGN first or a partnering up with Eurogamer or GameSpot, you know, a lot of companies now, they've tried their individual digital shows. It hasn't got the viewership. It hasn't got the reach that they wanted it to. So they are going to the likes of GameSpot and IGN now and are doing these like joint ventures with them. Do you think, you know, and, and IGN are really, really historically, you know, accepting of Pez because it gets them traffic. You know what I mean? Pez is a big <laughs> thing for them. Do you think it would have been better as an IGN first? Would you have liked to have seen it like that? Having Adam potentially or somebody else from Konami there with IGN and a host asking those questions because IGN will obviously get questions from the community, which could have been mm. things about Master League or about the roadmap features and stuff, which Adam could have answered. How, how, how do you envision it if it was partnered with somebody else? So if you'd have asked me this like, three or four years ago i would have said no i would have said yes for views but for like the hardcore sort of pez community no because i'm pretty sure that 
I could be completely wrong, but I wouldn't have thought the hardcore Pez sort of community would go to IGM first. Mm-hmm. No pun again. Um, but nowadays, like with Eve, oh, can't, do we have to call it Eve football? Fuck me. Um, so <laughs> call it Pez, mate. Call it Pez. Okay. So now with Pez, I think that they're sort of they've changed. Like the hardcore, I don't think is a priority now. I think they know that. They want the more sort of casual, sort of not hardcore sort of Pez players going by what they've shown. Um, so potentially, yes, IGM would be a good spot now because obviously you're going to get like ridiculous views if it's an IGM first. Um, but they've got enough, they've got their own YouTube channel, so they could just potentially just do something on there like a live stream or whatever, or could have. Um, so I don't think it's necessarily a sort of issue where they should have gone there rather than there um but i i just for me i just think the way they sort of marketed everything and released everything i just think it was a bit disjointed that is the biggest issue um so yeah i'm not i don't think that having an igm first is a necessity um but yeah because their sort of their sort of values have changed towards the franchise potentially because obviously yeah igm you're going to get like ridiculous numbers if it's an IGM first so yeah so for interesting for you what would have wowed you then so obviously as you said you know it's been a while you've kept your eye on there but what would have made you go okay wow obviously keeping in mind all the changes the brand change the direction this is it no more yearly games what would have wowed you in a realistic standpoint that Konami could have pulled off I think I have to look at Konami as an organization and you mentioned realistic what Konami could have pulled off. Um, I think Pez has been a cash cow for Konami for a long time. There's, there's no other way to put it. It, it, it generates consistent revenue. Um, even with sales declining since the peak of the PS2 era, um, it's definitely still a cash cow for the organization. Um, I think they... What I would have liked to have seen from them is some sort of a competitive effort. Um, because my, my, my worry for a long time has been that we end up in a monopoly when it comes to football games. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it, it, we, we seem to be heading in that direction and it's been the case for a while now. Um, my, I, I, we, we, need, we need more, look, competition breeds excellence right and and if we don't have competition as football fans and as gamers we are going to suffer ultimately we're going to end up in a situation where it's very limited competition it's a it's a monopoly and you know what game you're getting every year and that company might just start to rest on its laurels and take it easy what i wanted to see from konami was an investment in a sense of a clear cultural shift in the way that they were approaching things, which would have addressed a lot of the marketing problems that Asim and Gary were talking about. Um, whether that would have been uh, changing the way they did things um, from a marketing perspective. Um, uh, the, the, as soon as I saw Iniesta and, and, and PK and, and, and Messi showing up, I thought, okay, well, you're just, you're just milking that Barcelona partnership that you've had for God knows, mm. like a decade or something. It's, it's just, it's just, it's all new. It doesn't, doesn't excite me. And on top of that, you even make a statement in the trailer saying, we're fortunate to have Iniesta in Japan. So are you saying to me that if, if Iniesta wasn't in Japan, 
peasant just pop, <laughs> right? Like, like that, it's not something that you say. Clearly, the script, the script Listen, hadn't been reviewed. If, if Iniesta wasn't in Japan, it would have been, we're fortunate to have Oscar close by, yeah. you know, or something like that, right? He's in, a, he's yeah. in China, he can come over here. But, you know, either way, it's going to be someone. But, I mean, how would you have been? I would have thought if it's a new generation, a new beginning, get the, get the, mm. young, get the young players in, you know what I mean? It would have been, you know how I'm proud saying. I would have been personally if I saw Rashford in one of those suits in the trailer, I would have been like, oh my God, you actually went out and you, you got Marcus Rashford. Like, you've already got him. Use it, yeah. you know. Um, I would have like, been, been more impressed. Yeah. Also, like Pedri as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or Pedri, right? And, and yeah. I think yeah. what, 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 one thing that I saw on a, on a, on a, in a completely different industry, I was watching a reveal for a car that Audi had and they brought in the, the lead actor for one of these Netflix shows, Bridgerton or whatever, Young, charming, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. race guy um, to, to bring in the car. I'm sitting there thinking, what are you doing? He, he's not a car enthusiast. He doesn't understand. <laughs> like, you know, he's, he's an actor, right? And I get it. He's a brand ambassador. I completely get that. Um, but for me, when you have football players as cover stars, that's what they are. They're cover stars and you're leveraging their skill set to help you with animations or in-game aspects, right? But if I want to convince... The majority, I would I would find people. Um, I would I would have my trailer, anything to do with with professional players, strictly limited to like motion capture, them wearing the suits, like you guys said. The, I would limit it to that. But then when it comes to them talking, or but then when it comes to someone describing the brand, you need to you, the people that are actually making the game, yeah. are sitting behind the scenes, yeah. need to be front and center because they're the ones who made it. They're the ones who can speak about it most fluently. Yeah. Um, and EA, EA, EA have the formula nailed, right? They, they got four guys, global community manager. It was so good. It was so, so they, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, lead, the lead programmer, an ex-footballer who is now a game developer, right? Yeah, that was super. And then, and the funny thing is, those guys have been part of that dev team from back at, from the days that we used to go over to Vancouver yeah. to play the beaters. Um, so mm. Kanto and those guys have been with EA for, for decades. And they're the, they're essentially positioned as the face of the game. Like Mbappe's on the cover, but at least, I mean, but you're not going to get Mbappe to come and start talking about FIFA because he's not a game yeah, developer. True. He, you know, he doesn't know how to position. He doesn't know how to position the product. So that for me, I would have liked to have seen. So an investment in taking a different approach, um, and then I mean, the fundamental here is just at least an investment in the product to show a significant evolution, which for me, unfortunately, I, I don't know. This is just the first trailer. Who knows? Pez might be, you know, they, they, may, they, they may have been showing us footage that was cross-platform or from a cross-platform. I, I don't know what it is, right? But there might be more room for improvement on the vision <laughs> like that. But I don't know. What you've just shown me just hasn't, hasn't filled me with confidence. Uh, and it begs the question, when there's so many similarities, like Gary alluded to, to the previous gen, and 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 you're still seeing animations that are borderline PS2 era, <laughs> PS3 era, and it's still there. Then then I that, then I'm thinking, okay, then you drop the ball here. Mm-hmm. Um, the final thing for me is the direction they're going in um, suggests to suggests to me that they are reevaluating the business model of the game, right? So. Uh, they are essentially saying, okay, you know what? We've seen Warzone. That was a hit. 
right? Fortnite, mm. that was the hit, right? And they're making money, they're making bank. So how do we get a piece of the pie that way? Should we make it free to play so that more people engage with the game, more people download it, and then we just slowly, slowly pull them in? I get it. I totally get it. But at the same time, you need to piggyback off those loyal fans who've been there forever. Exactly and the minute that. you do this, exactly the minute you do this, you've alienated them. So then yeah. you're basically back to, you've lost a proportion of those fans and you're going to be relying on fresh, fresh, fresh meat, mm. fresh, fresh, um, fresh players. Um, and so you need a segue. You need something to link going from a fully fledged product that you pay 40, 50, 60 quid for a year to then moving to this model where you're developing an online ecosystem and, and, and you're trying to build a brand that people buy into and they, and they, and they have their credit cards on the system. You need something to link the two. I just don't think there was that link. It was all of a sudden, it was almost like they were using the switch to eFootball to, 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 to validate that switch. Um, but it's just too much of a, of a change. So I would have liked to have seen that kind of a change in the game and the visuals versus in the, the, the investment that they've made in, in building this ecosystem around around a football game. Because um, mm. that could have been a slower evolution. Evolving from a, a full product into a free-to-play model, that could have been an evolution that you did over time. And, and it, could have, it could have happened you know, three, four years into, into this generation. Mm. Um, and just you, you could have used, that, used those funds to wow everyone up front as you, as you launch in next gen and then build up that momentum. And then as, the, as that momentum is built up, you then shift to a different model. That's how I would have approached it. Uh, Gary, did you, and Asim, you can uh, jump in here, just basically piggybacking off what Suf said. Going from the hardcore audience, let's be honest, with, with PEZ these days, the pendulum is hardcore PEZ mobile, hardcore PEZ mobile. Did you get that this is catered to PEZ mobile on that pendulum swing with what you saw today? Yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, just the I'm way it was presented. <laughs> yeah, just oh, I don't know where to start with it. Um, I'm, I'm triggering Gary the, today. That's all I'm doing. I'm just triggering Gary. That's it over and over. <laughs> it's because I'm so like I was expecting to be blown away by this. It's been two years, right? Like if that was any other company, two year gap, you'd be like fuck. But with this, it oh, yeah. But yeah. Answer to your question, that is more focused on the casual slash mobile. Um, and can I just like talk about this? Like the whole crossplay thing, how are they going to do mobile to console? I think that's why it's in the winter. They don't know yet. <laughs> they just put it in the roadmap like, and they don't know. <laughs> like that whole, yeah. Um, Shit, I'm I losing just... the game. I'm going to run outside to 3G connection so it goes off. Yes, yeah. Oh, I didn't quit the game. The connection went. <laughs> there's going to there's going to be so many like issues with that because obviously on mobile you can't have as many buttons. There's like tactical stuff you probably can't use. Well, so they have that said means the um, console version. They have stated that uh, you cannot play crossplay without a controller on mobile. So you have to have a controller right. with the mobile version okay. of the game. So. I think that is the, the ultimate goal for them. The ultimate aim is to have that Pez mobile crowd playing, obviously with yeah. the people who play on console, but there's a lot of things for that to work. You know, it took Bungie, who are experts at the multiplayer, it took them mm. years to get Destiny going across platforms seamlessly, you know. So it'll be really interesting to see where they go on that one. But Asim, you were nodding your head when I mentioned Pez mobile. Um, yeah, I mean... You saw the growth of it while you were there, right? And then yeah, I mean, Pez Mobile is 
it's no secret. Like you can see by their their financial records, etc., that they released Pez Mobile is doing great business, great business, mm. um, especially especially in Asia. Um, it started to do uh, better in Europe as well. So it's it's not just touching on what kind of what, what stuff said. It's not the shift to free to play that I don't think is the issue. It's the suddenness of it, and like without any sort of kind of clear communication or like just like easing into that. Um, yeah. I think that's the issue uh, for for the hot because it's like you've had a hot like a really core base of fans around the world that have been keeping, you know, uh, keeping the game going so to speak. Uh, whether it be, I mean, let's be honest, probably mainly through my club, um, and then you're 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 making this shift without with just like a sudden switch almost. You need to ease into that. You need to you need to be you need to have again that clear and transparent communication. Again, it could have been someone in front of the camera, Adam or someone from the dev team, someone from the PR com side, just you know sitting in front of the camera uh, and just talking about like you, you don't even need to announce the game at that stage. You just go and say, look, this is the the direction we're looking to go in. You'll hear more about it in due course, and that sets the expectation for what's coming up with the reveal. So fans are like, okay. We we know it's going to go to this direction. We'll look forward to see what they reveal. And going back to your your kind of main question there, like you know, mobile this side, hardcore this side. Um, I think obviously, uh, as we've all kind of touched upon, it seems like there is a shift to that mobile crowd, that that free to play crowd, um, and that's fine, and that's absolutely fine. It's I think. Um, they obviously want to get the user base up. They're not relying on sales anymore. They want to, they want to focus on, I guess, uh, in the business, what we call DAU, daily active users, um, and get them spending. Um, but, you know, given the history, and this is ever since I've been playing Pez online, they've, they've had some good, good forays into online. Like some years it's good, you know, uh, but generally in like today's standard, the online has not been up to scratch, let's be honest. Um, so to bring it all of a sudden into this space now where you're a crossplay and it is, it is of course, now an online-focused game. Obviously, they, they said they're, they're going to release some modes later on, whether it be Master League or whatever, but um, it's now focuses online. So your online infrastructure now needs to be on point because you are going to get an influx of players, uh, probably double, triple, quadruple, 10 times maybe, players coming in all at one time because it's free to play and you're going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at one, at, at some point, you're going to have to deal with it with crossplay for the consoles. At some point, you're going to have to deal with it crossplay with mobile as well. That inherently brings with it a lot of challenges. Um, so, I'm interested to see how that works, and also concerned uh, as a fan uh, to see how that works. Um, and then, in general, like on the on the other side, content games like Fortnite, games like Warzone. I play Warzone regularly, uh, and what keeps me interested in it is obviously playing with friends but the content updates there's regular content updates whether it be skins uh guns themed themed uh, theme maps whatever um there's regular content updates keep you going fortnite is a, probably the best example mm, of it. they yeah. they not only have the online infrastructure they have the content <coughs> they their 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 drops of content are now like big like not only gaming reviews like lifestyle reviews it's not a gaming thing anymore it's a it's a cultural thing um, it's like an event. It, yeah, it's like, an, it, it's like a big global event. They showed off the Star Wars tra- uh, trailer in that, all that clip in that, I remember, uh, when, it, when, when the I last think, movie was coming the, out. All, all the games you mentioned there, the one thing they all have in common is two, three, four weeks in Destiny's yep. case. 
they tell mm. you what's going to come in yep. the next update they tell you in detail yeah and they tell oh here's actually a list of issues that have actually come up and this is what we're going to yeah. work on we're going to get it out it's all in that communication so the yeah. people who are playing are like oh you've broken it but you've told me you're going to fix it so i'll continue there's regular communication yeah, yeah. there's regular communication yeah. uh, uh from from bungie now obviously because they're looking after activision uh after destiny after activision kind of left um but even with Fortnite, they regularly communicate with their player base around changes if there's an issue they are on it if there's an issue in Warzone, okay, sometimes it doesn't get fixed as quickly as possible, but they are on it. They will put messaging out there. They're on it. Um, but yeah, going back to the content side, it's, it's just that they'll, they'll need to have a, and I don't know if they have it already, they'll need to have a live service team. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure from the days that we used to go to EA stuff and Gary, remember, like, they have a dedicated live service team looking after that mm. side of things, looking after FUT. Uh, and that's why FUT has so many like, regular, like, themed, themed events um going on so they will need to make sure because they they obviously have a battle pass um so once that's obviously the, the battle pass is over you're going to need more influx of content coming in uh and more reasons for people to play so i can see the direction is to bring more players in and they will bring more players in 100 because it's you know free to play people will even out of sheer like curiosity like download it and play i mean i will i mean we, we probably all will but it's about mm. how they keep you there it's about having those DAU numbers and keeping them there and not only keeping them there, but keeping them spending there. And that's given the long history that concerns me, uh, you know, as a fan, Um, but I can see why they're doing it. And, you know, I have no issue, absolutely no issue that it's to, again, just to summarize, it's it's the the way they've led up to it. And now it's what they're going to have to deliver on, which is going to be interesting and also concerning uh, given, given uh, kind of the history and also, some, some I tell you what's really interesting. You mentioned Warzone. You know, Activision, our billion-dollar business, Call of Duty, is let's be honest, it's the biggest game every single year. Warzone is absolutely huge. It's massive. And what I love was Activision tried to shut down that third-party fan site, which was all about statistics <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. They realized quickly, oh shit, we can't do that, and they re-engaged with that community and brought it back. Yeah. And they thought, right, this okay, this is how we need to do it. This is how we need to make it work. And hopefully, obviously, that's something we see down the line because there are communities in the PES community that want to make the game better. You know, that's the whole idea for it. But um, so if I want to switch to gameplay because, um, you know, a big thing for them was uh, there's two things here, incomparable immersion and then creating the greatest head-to-head experience is their ultimate goal and that is they believe that's in the one-on-one and they're classing that as motion matching which is obviously a system that has you know thousands of new animations and that what did you think of the uh, obviously they use Neymar for these segments of the trailer but um your thoughts on you know this is reminding me of back in the day buzzwords you know of like okay it's about the one-on-one that was FIFA Street to me you know that was about one-on-one you know and it was very broken and didn't I, I was really, if it, when you saw the actual gameplay, like when he took kickoff, I, I felt like I was watching it at 10 frames per second. I was like, okay, is the ball going to reach the guy before the, the trailer moves? Yeah. You know, um, it's just such weird gameplay points. And again, as Adam said, uh, not Adam, as uh, Asim said, asset availability was probably a big thing for that, everything being signed off so late. But I mean, so if, the ultimate goal, motion matching, one-on-one, what did you think about what you saw in the trailer? I mean, for, if that was in real life, when Neymar moved the ball, another defender would have took it off him. He kicked it halfway across the pitch to get away from the guy. But 
He's deaf. Suf. <laughs> Typical Arsenal. Look at the screen. <laughs> he's realised now. I love it. I'm going to keep that in the video. I have to keep that in the video. That's amazing. <laughs> Typical. Typical. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, like, I'm, I, look, I don't like, I don't like to compare, and I don't think it's, it's fair to compare, um, and I want to avoid that. Um, I think your questions around the gameplay aspects definitely left me underwhelmed, left me asking more questions because visually what I saw didn't, um, didn't give me any confidence that what they were pitching was actually in there. Um, I watched the EA presentation and you could see, you could see the DNA of the game is still the same, um, but there were some improvements and they, and they visually showed those improvements. Like they said, okay, now we've got two touch, chest, knee, uh, or thigh, and then it comes down and, and they show you an example to, to justify in a game what camera saying, as right. well, so how you would see yeah. the player, you know. Exactly. And, and for me, when I watched the person, that example you gave of Neymar knocking the ball about 20 yards one way and then going back to get it as kind of like a, like, like a maneuver, I just, I, I couldn't help but feel to myself, is this a way of sort of them evolving their, their game mechanics to allow for a little bit more freedom, a little bit more fluidity, but in a sense, you know, it's just it just become it just it just becomes almost you watch it and it just doesn't look realistic for you anymore. Um, for me, it was just you know the motion matching. I think that's probably their answer to hyper motion um, and how it stitches animations and, and things like that. And they've got all this motion capture uh, from PK and Iniesta and Messi and and, and others. Um, again, uh, nothing in the trailer to to give me any confidence that that's actually a game-changing feature or something that I can see evolving over time. Uh, there just wasn't enough uh, proof in the, you know, they say the proof's not enough. I think the key thing, like marketing term-wise, just to, just to interrupt you there, stuff, is what, again, putting my marketing hat on, is like, show, don't just tell, you know? And I don't feel like the trailer, it, it, it told me these things, it didn't show me these things. Uh, whereas, mm-hmm. again, it's hard not to compare, but when EA were talking about things, they showed you exactly what they meant. I love that defensive line movement. You know, that's something, again, you don't notice in a football game. So the fact that they were showing it, but they were showing it from the gameplay camp was a big thing for me. You know, I was really, really impressed on that. I mean, Gary, have you got to add on what Sufon was talking about? Regarding gameplay or? Yeah, yeah, the motion matching and what you saw with the animations um, and things like that. And the very slow Yeah, of it. <laughs> oh, the very slow kickoff. That was hilarious. I thought I thought I'd pause the video at one point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, re- regarding the gameplay, I think the clips they showed didn't sell it. Um, they just it was just like a couple of players just sort of going left and right, left and right, left and right. And I was like, mm, okay. Um, and some of yeah, I think I mentioned it right at the start, but there was some like skating and sort of um, like some of the sort of dodgy f- like foot planting, if you want to call it that where like the foot would go through the ball and stuff like that. Um, if anyone can see one... in real life, it's messy. Yeah, that, that one clip in the trailer <laughs> where um, Neymar's got the ball and he's sort of like doing his thing and then crosses it and then Messi like 
yeah, puts it in. There's a yeah, that part there with the skating was like ridiculous. I thought he was going to start like doing like a Torval and Dean at one point. Um, but yeah, I think I think the gameplay they showed, the clips they put in were bad yeah. moves, like bad choices. Mm. Um, and this the the general sort of feeling with this reveal is it got people talking, but for the wrong reasons, mm. um, which is never a good a yeah. good sign on a sort of a reveal and to sell your product. So, but yeah, regarding yeah. like the gameplay and that, I thought it was average to be honest. Yeah. I think gameplay wise there, from what you, what you said, Sunny, like, you know, the uh, motion matching and all like the one-on-one stuff, it's clear they're going down a esports direction. And again, that's probably linked to the name change as well. Um, there was a there was a part in the trailer where I think it was Messi or what might be Neymar, like they were taking on a defender, and they went one way. The defender was like almost in the crowd. He went oh, Neymar, yeah. Neymar, the yeah. Yeah, he, got, yeah. he, he sold him right, and that's I think. I mean, fair enough. If that's their ethos, you know, they're, they're going after like the one on one battles and like, like skinning your 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 opponent and going in on goal and you know creating those wow moments for the esports. If that's their direction, okay, that's cool. Um, and you know, as Gary mentioned, there was like the skating stuff. The other, I think that's there. Like to be fair to them, that's there in both games, and it's always been there mm. in both games. And I think it's there. You can't. It's very hard to eliminate that because I think skating to a degree will always need to be in there because if it's not there, then that that motion when you're playing it will feel wrong because you just at that point you want that player to hit the ball right. So that is it's going into that animation. If it doesn't, you'll be like, what the hell. So when you're playing it, you you notice it less. I think it's when it's in like those close-up replay type type scenarios, you you absolutely notice it. Um, but yeah, in general, it seems like like in terms of your gameplay question, it seems like they're going after that, um, creating those wild moments, beating players, and you know creating those esports moments. Uh, you know when they do their Euros or whatever they're going to do, like you know uh, eFootball League, etc. Yeah. I, I, I want to go back to a point that you made earlier around who they're going after. Um, and you made a point around sort of these, these models, uh, the free-to-play models and, and, and all that. I, I, I can see it. I can see an argument, you know, for, for, for both um, the free-to-play, but also there's still an argument to be made for the traditional model that, they, that, that, that they've used up until last year. Because... If I think of where the PES strongholds are, and I think we've had this discussion before, yeah, they are predominantly markets that are where sort of microtransactions are relatively immature, right? Um, I think of a lot of my friends who play uh, PES and have remained loyal to PES being in like my motherland in, in Sudan and, and places like, and I've got a lot of friends in South America who would who live in markets where they don't even need it. They don't even have a credit card or they don't, there's, there's no need mm-hmm. to have a credit card. Right. Yeah. Um, and even if they did, they, they probably wouldn't feel comfortable putting it online. Um, so the free to play model might appeal or capture a bigger proportion of those markets and allow sort of a lower barrier to entry because you have it on mobile and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but at the same time, then you're also limiting the exposure that these loyal fans have to modes and features and stuff because they can't they can't get past that that yeah, that, that sort of that payment barrier because you know it's not it's not unless they unless they go to a local shop and buy some PSN credit with cash and yeah. then come back and load up their system and but then you're adding another layer of complexity. <laughs> so 
true. I, I mean, it's it's just that there's there's a lot of considerations, which is why in my in my perspective, give those markets a little bit more time to mature, let it evolve right. over time, yeah. right? And 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 you could still have that option, um, but give people the option to have a have a fully fledged disc version if they want that, because that's still a need. It's kind of like the PlayStation Five. Like Sony could have been like ruthless and said, "Fuck that, no disc." Nobody uses a disc in this day and age, but they weren't. They had to give people an option, right? Yeah. And they mm. had to say, we need to keep a disc in there. It's going to cost you more, but there's an option for a disc. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a fair point. It's, a, it's, an, it's an absolutely fair point. The biggest markets as a, uh, for PEZ, uh, as you touched upon, so probably like South America, um, Middle East as well, actually, is probably a big market for them. And like, I mean, Europe is usually being a FIFA stronghold. There's certain markets uh, from from what I know we're, we're, we're growing for Pez and I think they, they continue to hammer home in terms of in terms of growing them that's why you know Italy being one they've got the UV exclusive license you know um, and they're doing stuff in France as well UK is definitely a FIFA market that's gone that's long gone that's lost um, but I guess maybe with this move they are trying to go after those those those, um, those people who you know do have a credit card and you know in the, like the European markets the US uh, as well Maybe another example uh, where they want to, you know, get their money. Essentially, it's a business at the end of the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. They should have. That's a fair point. I didn't think about that. And you raise a fair point. Yeah, like because they said there's, it's digital only, right? There's no physical release. Exactly. Mm. That's a big, yeah. big yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's and that's a, a shame point. because now <laughs> it's always nice to go out. Like the, many people's stories about going out to buy the, mm. the box, the physical version of the game. Yeah. But yeah. the cover star thing is a big thing. You know, you look at companies like. Madden uh, games like Madden, FIFA. You know, you look at the two K games as well. You know, they 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 make such a big deal about the cover star, the unveiling of it, and it's there's so much engagement on that cover reveal. I mean, uh, NBA two K just had that a few weeks back or last week. You know, and all I could see was just NBA, NBA, NBA. You know, first woman on the box and things. And you've taken that out of the equation now completely. That fun that both the hardcore and the mm. casuals like to see, you know, because if you've got Did the you... right cover star, you would get people who don't care about the franchise, you know, oh, Ronaldo's on the cover of Pez, you know, um, and things like that. And then it got people talking about, you've taken that wall off the table yeah. completely. Yeah. And yeah. how do you, is it, oh, we're just going to change a person on the main menu every year now on this <laughs> digital platform? You know, is that, is that how you're going to do your new cover do you star? Think they, do you think they might not release like a physical version down the line? Uh, like I think like I game, think they will yeah. Edition, yeah just to you know uh, once they you know put the modes in that they're, they're, they're talking yeah. about because they said they gave a roadmap until the end of the year right essentially mm. uh, winter, like, uh, winter, winter yeah yeah so they might in the new year uh, just before the end of the quarter just to like you know buck up some sales and you know get some mm. get some extra money from physical copies they might release a I guess game of the year edition whatever you want to call it complete edition or something like that they might call it <laughs> direct um, director's yeah. cut Director's cut, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, it will be called eFootball, the Barcelona Messi edition. You know what I mean? It's going to have some sort of Barcelona thing on there, right? You know, as, as, as long as it as long as it doesn't have that like blue and yellow branding all over the. Oh, yeah. mate, that's a guarantee. The, when I saw yeah. those shirts, I was like, they're going to sell those shirts in the. Yeah, the branding shop. was very, very uh, culturally, culturally, uh, <laughs> shall we say. Misunderstood. Misunderstood. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. But yeah. I mean, uh, you just mentioned roadmap. Let's talk about that roadmap. Uh, Asim, sticking with you. So early autumn, autumn, winter, 
So early autumn, all new game engine rollout. Could have just seen launch, right? You know, that's what they're saying, but they're calling it the all new game engine rollout. Local matches using renowned clubs, FC Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Juve, Manchester United, Flamengo, some other teams as well, the small one from North London. And then, um, <laughs> you know, uh, cross-generation matches, which is obviously PS5 versus PS4, Xbox yeah. Series X and S versus Xbox One, which tells you straight away that, as you mentioned earlier, the infrastructure is not ready to go cross-platform on that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, obviously just talking about the roadmap as a whole, how it looked, the information that was on there, you obviously mentioned about the, na- the names not being ready and stuff. What were your thoughts on that roadmap? Yeah, I thought, I mean, my, my initial thing was, it seems like basically the version that's coming out early autumn is like Pez Lite, which, which is what they usually put out. That's Pez Lite. Essentially, that's what it is, right? It's with mm. uh, only certain clubs. Obviously, their main partner clubs uh, make sense. Uh, and you'll be allowed to play exhibition matches. And there'll probably be some form of, I mean, they, they're saying autumn for like the team building mode, which is essentially my club, right? It looks like they're going to rename it to something else. But Essentially, it's either Pez Lite coming out early autumn or just a demo, essentially, maybe. Mm. Uh, that's what it looks like. And then like, autumn is, there was it the online leagues and the team building mode cross-platform with console and PC? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. And then yeah. the, the, their, their battle pass system as well, which is uh, going to be interesting to see like what type of content, like what, that's going to be actually very key to like how this is perceived by not only the the new fans coming in the current players as well like who you know um you've had like uh david on your podcast as well you've had like uh barriers uh, on your podcast so i think you've got wes coming on these guys play a lot of my club uh and you know play a lot of online so for them i think it will, and for those type of players it'll be interesting to see what the match pass system is mm-hmm. and how it compares mm-hmm. to like similar stuff out there because that that is key to keeping your players there like keeping them playing giving them incentive because from the previous iterations, um, my club content has been a bit thin. Um, you know, in, in terms it's of just what iconic this moments. Is, it's just been yeah, it's just moments, the, yeah. There's no, there's no. Whereas again, it's very hard to not compare. But like Fever put out, they have squad building challenges. They have, they have like cards up there. Like every single week, pretty much, they have something to do. Every single week, they have something to do. Something new to do that keeps you playing. Um, so I mean, the roadmap is good. Like, on a positive note, it's good that they put a roadmap out there so at least people know uh, what's mm. coming and what, what they will have to play early autumn and what they will have to play like later in autumn and winter as well. But um, I think it was bad form, like, kind of not having names for the modes. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's some... Maybe there might be some sort of legal issues around it or they, they're still looking to get, like, trademark or... Uh, before they officially name it but just putting that in just again we, we, we go back to comms and messaging and you know uh, and kind of again putting my marketing out and like putting that out without a name for the mode just seems a bit odd to me personally mm. um, imagine but, I mean good a, that they put the roadmap but yeah imagine if there was an FAQ and it says uh, wh- what's the names oh we're going to show you that in a few weeks that's all you need just let us know what's happening I mean even something mm. even something simple like Again, this is a popped in my head right, right now. Okay, if you're putting that out there like that and you're still thinking about a name or deciding on a name, maybe put it out to the fans, like saying, these are our options. Help us name our new mode. Like, we want your input. Again, Imagine, yeah. something that engages the fan, engages exactly. the community. It's like, okay, we want your... I mean, they haven't had input before, but okay, at, at this <laughs> stage, we, we, we want your input. Like, we want to bring you into the picture. Like, you 
are part of our thinking still. Um, because all this, like all the from the from the teaser to to to, to now where we are, as a person, you know, who's been involved in the community for so long and stuff, and Gary as well, and you, Sonny, as well, like it just seems like it's a distant memory. Like the community is a distant memory for them. It's like they're they're kind of focused on. It's good to have your own direction and your own vision. Of course it is, but mm. you have up. a community there. That you have a community there, like yeah, yeah, back it up, like you know, speak to them. They, 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 they want to help you. They want to help you. Um, and you see, without that, example without that community, without that community, like it wouldn't be where it is today. Of course, so, of course, of yeah. course. And they, you've always got to remain in, in a way like humble to that, and like have some mm. sort of humility to that, and like say like you know we are where we are because of our fans and our community, and like to to have them not be part of this journey where you see in the industry now and it's beyond gaming as well where you know fans are and fans and community are a big part of like you know shaping the future of franchises and series etc like fan power bought back stuff like skate you know fan power mm. bought back stuff like horse fan power is going to bring back hopefully tomorrow dead space as well you know um so listening to you exactly point. fingers crossed so fan power <laughs> is it's, it's, gonna gonna be a, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be dead space life service e dead space <laughs> e dead space e dead space uh, it's something it's something you sh- can't ignore and you can't afford to ignore when you're especially when the football is all about community like football as a sport is yeah. all about community you know and like bringing people together like we talked about earlier like how the game has brought us together so it seems like that is a distant memory you know again putting my consumer kind of hat on it seems like a dis- distant memory and it's sad to see hopefully they. You know, kind of buck up ideas as as this roadmap goes forward. But um, nice that they have the roadmap. But yeah, I'd like to. It would have been nice to see again. Yeah. This is I get a different tangent. More more community involvement in kind of talking of, talking of that roadmap image. Did anyone else think it was a bit busy? Very much so. Yeah, yeah. Like it sort of didn't get the point across. I think a lot of it was like like I see on on Twitter people sort of looking at it and sort of saying like they don't really know what it means. Which is yeah. not a good sign. Um, yeah. yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. But do you no, find no, it crazy that uh, Marvel can do like twenty films in a, on, on a slide and it look cleaner than that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's do you know point. what I mean? It's, 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 it, yeah. But I mean, I'm, again, I look it's at Destiny. They, they, they did. I, I keep going back to Destiny, but they, you know, they're one of the trendsetters in this area, which obviously eFootball is going into. But when they do their presentations and they were talking about their expansion packs and their plans they got so much information it was clean it was clear you could Mm. see it was segmented into each section so you knew what was happening but you don't need messy in the roadmap you're just using it as much it's overload at this point you know at least get name if you've got Neymar which you announced the day before get his dreads in there you know what I mean like do something (laughs) crazy but you don't need a football player on your roadmap you just need the vital information yeah Um, so if when you read that roadmap where you like okay it's good that they've done a roadmap i kind of can see where they're going with this or was it like there's not enough information here a ladder there's not enough information it's too confused and then it begs the question if that's your roadmap for the rollout what was your development roadmap like internally is that is that that that's that's the question i ask myself because if if you can't be clear in, in a rollout roadmap and what does what your development roadmap look like? And at what point in your development roadmap did you not, did you decide to wait till the last minute to actually give your most names? Like, 
those are the mm. questions that I ask myself. Like I have to, like I have to sit there. And yeah, I know I'm, 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 I'm being picky, but it's a question that I'm sure is on, is on, is on everyone's mind. Like, um, you either, you either hold back on revealing the modes and, and even like mentioning them and just saying, this, this, you know, this is, this is what we're gonna have on this date. This is what we're gonna have on this date. Keep it short and concise, and then say, from Q4 onwards, expect a lot more. Like, and just keep it simple, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now they've basically just bunched a, a lot of different stuff on on a single slide and said this is this is our roadmap and it, it just it's 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 confusing mm-hmm. it, for lack of a better word it's confusing i think for the for the average for the average uh sort of gamer uh, you look at that and you think uh, you know or, you know I, I i don't know i don't know what to make of this um i would have liked a more uh easier to digest version of it um where you know you have okay, this, you know, this date, this is what we're going to have, and this is what it means. This date, this is what we're going to have, and this is what it means. And then, you know, ha- have, it, have it as a simpler, like, kind of, like, three, three, three different pillars. You say, this date, launch new engine with uh, sort of uh, exhibition games, right? Blah, 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 blah. On this date, we're going to add the My Club equivalent or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And this is what you can expect with update, with, with improvements for My Club. Um, and then say, beyond that, to be announced, uh, uh, a plethora of other modes, uh, including uh, offline, whatever, whatever, done. Like mm. then, 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 then you're just, you're making it clear. People know what the next immediate milestones are for the game. And they know that something's coming, but they don't know what that, what that, what that something is. And then you don't, you don't look like, oh, you haven't even named your modes and the slide's busy and I don't really know what's going on with the product. And yeah, it's... It's it very yellow. I just noticed yeah. I'm just looking at it now. It's very yellow. They could have like oh, early, yeah. early autumn could have been different colors to autumn, which could have been different colors to winter. And it, it's a lot clearer at this point. But yeah. you know, it's very everything's yellow t- uh, titled. Every you know the, the the console things are, are those crazy, you know, EA strips that you get. You know, it's it's, it's like yeah. a paint bomb went off on the on the slide. Yeah. But Gary, I want I want you to get your hypothetical hat on. All right. Um, okay. Let's say it goes the way Konami want it to go. Where, where, where is this in six months? So let's say things, let's say the online is working. People are engaging, people are playing, and we're starting to see it. Where can you see it being on a positive side in six months? What do you want to see? Uh, wow. Besides um, start a working online football game, which is our base requirement. If it, if it goes the way that they want it to go and people are engaging with it and sticking with it then as long as there's new stuff new content to keep people engaged i I haven't really got an issue with it um my worry is that because i've already seen it online that there's so many of the hardcore just don't want to get involved with this my issue is that it's not even going to get to that positive stage before like the good happens if that makes sense um I don't know. I think, yeah, if they can somehow make it a positive thing and, like, the pricing is right. Um, see, that's a big issue for me. Like, the pricing has got to be bang on with this um, because potentially, yeah, it's... You we don't know. Loads, the pro- right? 
yeah um, yeah so like master league might be say 20 um pound and then uh my club might be something else um as long as yeah i don't know like i can see it if if they nail it i will take my hat off and say fair play like you've done wonders with it but my worry is the whole engagement factor are people going to stick with it after say six months because even like if we go back to last year's game or the game game before was that like it, the old pez games you had that whole year engagement with it is that still partly is is that still part of pez i don't think it is um because i used to i know i'm probably a minority but i used to play it for a couple of months and then just get bored um whereas the older games i used to play like the whole year. all the time um yeah and i think only probably now the only ones that do that are like the streamers of pez um, yeah and even they struggle so you had like again david fish on and you know you've had exactly other yeah on sunny like they gonna be on he's gonna be on tomorrow he's on tomorrow i'm looking forward to doing doing tomorrow so i'm looking forward to it because like even the streamers out there uh the, the kind of big pair streamers they struggle with like getting <laughs> getting content you know out of the game for their content yeah. that they're putting out on twitch or youtube etc um so yeah it's uh, just, a, just just on the back of gary yeah i think if it goes right um fair play to them i think um you know i'm i'm I, I kind of said on twitter earlier i kind of just put my one piece out there i was like it seems like the direction is not for me uh and that's fine yeah. uh you know i'm 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 happy to kind of move on and play other games that, that's completely fine but you know if gameplay has always been at the core of pairs for me so like if the gameplay can keep me keep me engaged and playing whether it's uh risk offline or online against friends um i will play it i will play it mm. um but i think in this day and age you also need as we mentioned a few times content mm-hmm. content yeah. is king at the end of the day uh, you need content to keep you coming back in and playing um so it'll be interesting to see how they how they kind of work that out i mean i mentioned live service team earlier uh, any any game like this now like fortnite warzone fifa with ultimate team anything like this has a live service team dedicated to making sure there is regular content out there for people to engage with. That is going to be, I think this approach now will live on die on the content and the online infrastructure. Simple as that. Mm. Before we, before we yeah. move on to some questions from the listeners, uh, I've got a question for you. So, so over the years, the mantra has been about gameplay. Gameplay is king. The pitches hours is a big thing. Moving into this new direction is content king gameplay content what becomes king for this game to succeed because yes you know when you buy you go out and you spend 50 pounds on a game you take the game home you are playing that for a year gameplay is fundamental it's that's the key that's your base but for a game like this we've seen you know free to play games come out have tight gameplay and they're gone within a couple of months because people are just like we don't care there's nothing to do you know so what what becomes king for eFootball is it gameplay? Is it content? I'll answer that with a question. Because it's a question I've been asking myself. myself. Why is it that Activision launched Warzone and a full version of Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. That's the question I've been asking myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because the full version is ultimately the gameplay is king 
whole experience, full blown package, blowing the hardware to its limit, right? Um, and that's what hardcore gamers who go out and spend, how much is a PS5 these days? 800 quid? Right? No one's paying market, market price, right? So, so if I'm paying that much, then I want something that's really making, making the fans on my, on my PS5 sound like my PS4. But, but then the, that begs the question, um, why, why, why have Activision not done that and said, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna focus on Warzone, right? And update it yearly, free to play. Let's just go with that. Put all, put all our eggs in one basket. I, I have to say, it's a very good question. And, I, and for me, you have then, before you were focusing on gameplay and you had all the other elements around graphics, the, the sort of the animations, all that kind of stuff, that, that'll fit into that puzzle. But now you're adding a complexity, which is content and a focus on content. And from a from an employee perspective, how many employees do you need to then start generating that content? If already you're if already you you are investing a lot and and you're you're in second place, now you add mm-hmm. another complexity around around content, um, and you say, okay, now this now, now I need to produce all this content to keep people tied into the brand. So then, are you going to shift your are you going to shift your resources and all your employees, your full time employees' attention and from 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 the gameplay aspects to then the content aspect, it's a good question. Um, mm. I I I really don't know which way they go. Um, I think time will tell. Um, but I think content will will need will need more of a focus. Um, content in the sense of modes, um, kind of all the all the other stuff that goes with 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 kind of the my my club or whatever they decide to call it. Um, the frequency of updates that you need to provide for a game that basically lives and breathes online um, and is digitally distributed, that there's, you know, there's an expectation there that you be able to provide more frequent updates um, because um, there isn't that, that, that limitation there. So um, there's a lot, there's a lot to, there's a lot to ask and there's a lot to, to sort of uh, figure out. And, and I would love to know um, how they're going to, how they're going to split their, their resources to tackle that. My feeling is, definitely the needle will shift towards content a little bit um, and being able to provide that more consistently. Uh, Gary, uh, I remember quite a while ago, you used to play um, GTA online and let's be honest, the GTA gameplay is very, very interesting. It's a bit all over the place, but that's what gives it its charm. Mm. You know, it's fun to play, but the big thing for them is the the content drops. You know, people always talk about is GTA five going to get single player DLC. What they don't realize is that story DLC is in GTA online. That is how they're doing it, you know? Um, So, I mean, is that how Pez is going to have to do it? You know, is it going to be, Oh, we've released the game. Now we've got months and months to redefine that gameplay for next year's iteration. But now it's like, we need to gameplay tweak. We need to create content. We need to plan content. We need to release content. Oh, another gameplay tweak. You know, whereas companies like, uh, I mean, GTA, they've got, what was, was it? Rockstar have over like 750 people working on GTA alone, GTA online alone. And then you got COD, which has like four different development studios. And these are just support teams that are working with Warzone, not the main campaigns and stuff like, is, can you see Konami pulling this off? You know, it's a big ask, isn't it? Because it's a huge change. Everything changes. Yeah, see, that's the, one of the issues they've potentially got. Obviously, Rockstar, Activision, those, look, 
they're huge. Um, obviously, Konami that they're not in the same sort of bracket of like revenue and all that and size of teams. Um, yeah, it's going to be tricky because obviously, like Asim sort of mentioned, they're going to have to have like a separate team just for this alone, surely. Um, maybe they've already done that. We just don't know about, but they obviously, they have to, they have to keep it fresh. They have to keep it, people wanting to come back for more. So they have to have a sort of dead, at least some sort of dedicated team to do that. Um, but yeah, in terms of, like GTA sort of numbers and stuff like that, then yeah, that obviously that's that's never going to be a thing because Konami is sort of a lot smaller when you compare it to them. But yeah, I don't. To be honest, this is so new to us as well that it just um, yeah, like we're not. I want to touch on one not... point that you made. Though. I want to touch on the one point you made quickly before we move on. You you mentioned um, you know that that live service part, and again that could have been. That should have been, or possibly could have been communicated. Like again, just to ease community nerves, and saying we have got a separate team working on this. You don't need to worry. We've got you. We've got you with content. Maybe it's further down mm. the line they're going to do that. But again, bringing easing the nerves, you know, somebody say of the community, just saying like we have this under under control. We we have a separate team that's looking after content for this. You know, that's going to look after the match pass system and any sort of theme content that comes into it. I think with mm. that content stuff i think they're going to tap into a lot of their partner clubs um you know going by the history a lot of the content that will form the base of the match pass system or themes will be based around the partner clubs or or any ambassadors (laughs) it's funny one thing no you carry on gary i was just about to mention one thing i will say that konami in the past have done an absolute awful job at is the day one transfers um obviously now they can't they've got a they can't be like that where they oh we we'll wait like four Sunny's months before <laughs> before they release it so don't say it Sonny don't say it data packs mate <laughs> data entries in it listen I when, when that first happened I went uh, uh, at Asim and at Adam on that one I, I think I remembered I went into game and I made uh, you know when you go into game and they got a pre-order shelf shelves for mm. games that are coming out I, there was a I took a Pez 2013 case and I put data pack on there. And I put it in the pre-order thing, like just to take the piss. Like I was just like, I mean, re- but that's that was 2013. We just had Euro 2020, and it was the same issue, you know. Mm, that's that's it. That's the thing. Like they can't do that sort of thing now if they want to have, if that if they want this to be a success, they've got to be bang on all the time. Yeah. They can't. They can't make any mistakes now. It, the game mm. lives and breathes online. You can't make any mistakes. Yeah. I just want to touch on random. One random really thought good. I had. One random thought, Sally. You got the nicer can... top. You go first. You got the more relevant <laughs> top. You go first. Yeah. <laughs> you can completely like d- disregard this, but I was just looking at your background and that, that again the eFootball thing stands out because obviously the game is eFootball now. They've also done that for SEO reasons. So no one's searching for mm. pairs, or very few people are searching for pairs. People will search for eSports or eFootball, and that will True. come up on eFootball. Hundred percent. That's also a big and, thing behind that. And I think I think with the roadmap when you and obviously yes I think they want to they they want to it sounds and it looks like they want to completely rid themselves of any term that you reference with Pro Evolution Soccer or PES yeah. you know they they're looking to like let's get these FIFA players in but they've got to think yeah. of it as a brand new game 
yeah. you know, and that's why they want to change my club. And you know, they're yeah. changing all these terms and stuff. And it Pez is Pez is a search term only relevant to us guys who like kind of grew up with it. Yeah, football exactly. is a search term that's relevant to the, the current market. So in, in and, that regard, it's a smart move. And it was really interesting because after the trailer, if you went onto Twitter, I mean, everything, a lot of things that were trending were to do with the reveal trailer, <laughs> but it was all hashtag. It was Pez 2022, uh, eFootball Pez, eFootball Pez 2022. It was never just eFootball. It was just, it's, it, they couldn't get it off. You know, like they couldn't, they couldn't do it. Um, and just before we go on to the questions, you mentioned about the communication. There's three stages for uh, a gamer. You know, there's doubt, there's cautious, and there's optimism, you know, and you could have swung the pendulum towards optimism by yeah. just giving us all the, they said, we're not there mm. yet. But we're gonna get there. This is what we're gonna to do to get there. Okay, now you swing exactly. it that way. But if exactly. you keep it quiet, exactly. you get doubt. You know, and exactly. I would I would have been happy with cautious optimism. That way, I'm mean, not okay. I'm optimistic, but I'm cautious at the same time. But it swung yeah. more towards doubt for me because there wasn't enough information that I needed. Just tell me that you're you know where you need to get to. We're not there yet, but we're gonna get there. You know, I'll be like, okay, I respect that. You know, but yep. we're not gonna get that. But we've gone way over time. <laughs> you know, someone's gonna whoop my ass. You know, uh, so <laughs> straight into some questions. You know, um, so we've got Abel from the US. Uh, so, in your opinion, which entry, so which previous game from previous years was your closest to perfection game or perfect game, and why? And I'm gonna go to Eeny Meeny Miny Mo. Arsenal are not going to be first for anything. So, Gary, you could go first this time, right? Uh... <laughs> the abuse. The abuse is disgraceful. But, um, I, mean, I mean, so of all previous, like, winning 11, J-League, ISS, everything, oh, what is blimey. your... your uh, so, pro- if you're talking about recent games, I would say Pez 2013. That was, like, the sort of the name pinnacle, of I think. Of the, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but as any... Any version of Pez, I'd probably say Pez five for me. Um, I know a lot. You felt what you played, not what the general consensus was, but for you. I know a lot of people say Pez six, but um, that was sort of a weird one for me. I played it a lot, but not as much as the previous games. Um, So I felt, yeah, for me personally, I think Pez five was it just it was balanced perfectly, Um, and I actually played that a lot more than I did any other Pez game. Um, Yeah, so. Pez thirteen for the Pez twenty thirteen for the new the newer games and then Pez five yeah for the the retro if you want to call it. So if you're going old school, I can tell you know uh, what, what what's your close to perfection. Winning eleven, he's gonna go winning eleven, hundred percent. Yeah, he's winning eleven, hundred percent. Winning eleven for me. Um, I've got them on my shelf because somewhere as well. <laughs> yeah, you cleared out that shop. <laughs> it, Amazing. It's, it's Which really, one, yeah. Go on, say it. It's, it's for me. It's between such like all of although, them. Although, although, although it had the slowdown, the winning eleven seven had the slowdown when you got into the mm. penalty box. Um, I loved that game. Um, That's incredible. And and I remember, I remember when. So I would have, I'd have to say, finally evolution because they they dealt with the slowdown a little better with finally evolution. Um. But if I had to pick one, honestly, I'd probably go 10, 2011, 10. Great show. That's interesting because, like, for me, I think there's two. Uh, if I had to pick, like, Pez 3 is there. That's the one. Hey. But you said. That's class. 
that's old school, mate. That is old school. Yeah. Um, similar to your, it's, for me, it's weird. It's probably Pez 2011, just because it oh. felt less constrained. It was just, it felt like the freest that it was going to be. You know, it felt yeah. like there was less interference. It felt like the game wasn't trying to make me do things. It just let me play football. And that was all yeah. I wanted, you know, and that meant a lot to me. And I thought, oh my God, after what we've just gone through throughout the entire, like, you know, PS3 generation to then, you know, get 2011. And it was because we went through years of like, oh my God, I felt like Konami was just being shithousery to us. Like, hey, have this game, have this game. <laughs> and then 2011 came along and I was like, this is all I wanted. You know, this yeah. is all I wanted. And I was so happy that it came out. For me, that was my close to perfection, closely followed by PES 3. Um, but I mean, uh, Asim, you're close to perfection game. He looks uh, like a Pez 2008 guy. No, no fucking way. Sorry. No fucking way. Uh, no fucking way. Um, I love it. Uh, close to perfection. I, I think winning 11-7, uh, as Saf mentions, comes, comes close. In terms, of the, in terms of the Pez, Pez games, uh, I'm going to be boring and go with Gary. Pez 5 was like the most balanced Pez that I have played. Mm. That was Adriano Personally. on the cover, right? The yellow cover. Uh, Pez, no, Pez 5 was uh, Pez 5. Yeah. Oh, it was Terry um, and Adriano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, it was Terry, uh, it was Terry and Henri, wasn't it? Henri. It was Henri. Yeah, Terry, yeah. Terry and Henri. Yeah. Terry and Henri. Yeah, yeah. Six. Terry I'm Henry. thinking six. I'm thinking six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six. Yeah, um, yeah. Six, uh, Adriano. Yeah. Uh, Pez 5. It was just that commercial was balanced. so good for Pez 5 as well, man, when they were like the TVs. And so good. It was yeah. Back then, back then, Konami got football culture. But all those mm. players, as you mentioned, they got football culture and they were ingrained in it. Like, you know, um, you know, having uh, Kasabians like Clubfoot playing as you loaded up the game. I can't remember which players it was now, but I think it was, I think it was five, wasn't it? It was five, wasn't it? Five, I think. Yeah. 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 I think it was five. Loading up, that was like, it just got football culture at that time. It just nailed it. Everything about mm. it. Do you remember uh, every time before there was a PS2 PS, PSM magazine would do a huge blowout? Oh, yeah. Spread, on there, spread, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. right, go to WH. Like Always. Bible, man. I used Good to old Dan Dawkins. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> another question here is from Benjamin from Hartlepool. So in regards to the franchise, what is the most frustrating thing for you that happens each year? It can be to do with gameplay, presentation, the reveal demos communications or anything so it can be absolutely anything and we're gonna go with stuff on this one i would have to say it's it's definitely the communications but if i was to to dig a little deeper and scratch below the surface i would say it's around messaging and then not being able to deliver that that is the most frustrating thing for any consumer, right? Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a Man United transfer window. <laughs> Sounds about yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> oh, you know, ask him what about yourself. <laughs> I could pick all of them really at some point. Um, yeah, I'm getting a popcorn for this one because uh, I mean, it's going to be yeah. Um... I think um, as a fan, again, putting my fan hat on, um, it has always been. The messaging and communication um and it's something when i was there i tried to change i tried to change and like bringing those like bring you know made them kind of almost 
understand like social media is a thing and fans are a thing and a community are a thing and you know hopefully during, hopefully during those three years I did a decent enough job uh, but I think comms and messaging just generally and just acknowledging like you know the community is a thing it's there um, you know outside of the gameplay stuff whatever frustrations might be but you can be as I've said you can be open and transparent about these things and set expectations um, you know um, and yeah just to communicate yeah communication and messaging just to just to answer the question straight up mm-hmm. and then uh, Gary so mine's a mixture of pretty much all of them I think um, <laughs> I think the main three for me are gameplay modes and communication um, for me like being a massive PES player not so much now but back in the day I always used to look over the other side and think wow the way they've done like the branding of the Premier League or the way they've done this the way they've got all the modes integrated and I always used to think why can't Konami do that um, so that used to always sort of annoy me a little bit and then the whole gameplay side of things nowadays where you, it just doesn't grab my attention like it used to um, and then the big one is communication, which yeah, has been sort of non- <laughs> yeah, it's been sort of non-existent. Um, yeah, and the way they sort of yeah, like we've sort of mentioned it, it's potentially a cultural thing. Um, yeah. But it's just the way they sort of don't say enough, but at the same time, sometimes say too much. Um, it's just yeah, what, yeah. I think what you said about presentation comes close second for me. The menus mm. and just the general vibe. You know, if you're going to get licenses, use them properly. You know, make yeah. sure you know you're using them. You know, look across not only at better, but other sports games, how they use their licenses and how they use music. Music is the key. Uh, like, even the trailer, like going back to oh the trailer, god, like the music the trailer, oh my god, I hate that music. Oh my god, the reveal was, trailer was, music was the worst. It was thing. so bad. It was so bad. Like, you're, you look at you're you look powerful, at, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, you look at like not only other sports games, but look at like other brands like how they use music to like sell their product they use mm. um for, for fifa the soundtrack is a thing and you know i'm going NBA close track. to home here like for like for, 2K, like, for NBA, NBA. For nba 2k i'm going close to home here nba 2k you know we love to make a big deal of the soundtrack and the yeah. artists that are in the soundtrack you know whether they're homegrown artists you know uh, try to do as best as we can there whether they're like worldwide artists have, have a good mix there music in a trailer it's so important. I can't stress that. It, 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 it gets you immersed in what you're watching. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, mm. FIFA had, uh, was it, was it the, when they announced Champions League, they had Hans Zimmer doing the fucking soundtrack. Yeah, that's crazy. Player. I remember Hans that. Zimmer. I remember Hans that, Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then you have like, you know, what we had, what we had today, like, um, just, yeah, presentation and the overall vibe that you get mm. when you load up the game has always been a frustrating frustrating thing for fuck's me. sake gary yeah. i had that i got that song out of my head and you've put it back in and i'll keep saying it in my head <laughs> fuck, man shit so bad I'll, I'll go different um i grew up playing a lot of different sports games and the one thing i used to love about the old uh wwe wwf games and knockout kings and things like that was how immersed i was with the crowd um yeah. and the surroundings i mean ps2 you could fight in the crowd on WWF game. That's how creative PS2. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, and I always, there was the one thing I always dejected, like I, got, I felt dejected by with Pez because football creates these moments. We've, we've just had the last, like, what, two years? Football is nothing without fans. You see yeah. the difference of what the Euros were like with the crowd there. It just changes everything. 
And then mm. when you're playing a match in, in, in a football game, like in Pez or anything like that, and FIFA hasn't been great at this either, but they've been taking strides, is just how can the, the crowd and the stadium create a difference? I miss the flares from the PS2 game. It's just before kickoff. There'd be little flares around. It looked fake as anything, right? But it just still was there. Our minds would think it like, yeah, this is going to be a big derby game. Interverse AC, San Siro, there's flares everywhere. On PS4, I felt like I've had a pitch and then there's people over yeah. there, you know. And I'll tell you what, a shout out, as in close to home, uh, NBA 2K last year, the crowd was, I spent more time looking at the crowd than I was oh, <laughs> throwing the ball out. But I was looking at the people Crazy. getting up to go to the bathroom and that, and it, but it creates that immersion. And then mm. when you needed a point, you could see them sort of thinking. And the one thing about Pez, it was always the same. Like say you, in the last minute, you need to score you hit the bar, there's that one second delay before the crowd reacts to it. And it used to piss me off so much. I was like, fuck this, man. Like, you know. So, yeah, that, that would be mine. Obviously, yeah, comms is the main one, but I, I would go somewhere different on that one. Um, Carl from Glasgow. Uh, with the retirement of the Pez name, we shed a tear for you. Uh, what is your absolutely, what is your absolute favourite Pez memory? Now, I know that we're going to be all similar. So I'm going to switch this to two. Uh, one, gameplay memory or something where you, you know, completely scored a last minute against your best mate and you went batshit crazy. Um, or maybe it could be something to do with going to pick up the game because that's what we used to do back in the day as young guys, yeah. right? We'd go to the shop. Um, I'll give you one. Uh, I'll give you a physical one first. Electronics Boutique, that's how old I am, if you remember them. <laughs> yeah. uh, me and my brother, uh, we took our pads in a bag. We went to Electronics Boutique. We paid £2 for the demo disc. We got back on the bus. We opened the demo disc and it had the controller layout. And we'd be practicing on the bus home with the pad in our hand. <laughs> but we, would, we went there all the way. We paid more for the bus fare than we did for the demo, but we wanted that demo disc. <laughs> You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and then we got home and we were like, right, we're ready to play now. You know, we got the pads, we've got the demo disc. You want to talk about old school nerds, that's it right there. You know, people <laughs> probably come on the bus and they do realize there's no TV attached to that or anything. <laughs> but we're sitting there like, that's how you do it, that's how you do it. You know, but I was so excited just to get that demo disc because that's how they used to do it back in the day. Um, so what about you? Have you got any memories? Yeah, I I've got two that stand out for me. Um the first one was um, actually the game that Asen just it, it just showed, 2011-7. Um, and Gary, we, we talked about this earlier, uh, ordering it from Lick Sang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and basically, this was the early days of the internet. Um, yeah, and with those custom charges stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, give, they, 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 they give you a tracking number. <laughs> and your boy, your boy was on edge. I remember it was like July or August <laughs> time, yeah. And um, it was similar weather to this. Your boy was sat in his in sat. Sorry. And back then, I remember every every house had one computer. It was this big, massive fuck off machine that everybody used to, yeah, <laughs> used to fight. Used to fight with your siblings for that for that for that dial up internet. Um, and I and I remember dialing in. And then going and and, and then they, they they sent it. I think they sent it by FedEx or something. And I remember putting in the code and just tracking it. And I, I do it six times a day. I track to see where my package was. <laughs> and then the day they delivered it to the house, um, uh, we we just I just happened to be out with with no one. No, none of my family were at home. So 
they 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 then um they then sent it back to the to to, to the depot um and and I remember getting in my car I literally got home saw that saw the note that they leave when 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 it's a failed delivery oh, no <laughs> rushed rushed into my car got into my car drove to the depot got there and then the guy was like uh handed it over to me and he was and, and and as he's about to pass it to me he's like one second i need to check something on the system i'm like what and he's like oh you do some custom charges i had to pay the custom charges and then get in the worth car it, get home. worth it and that worth feeling it. that feeling when you when you pull into your driveway <laughs> you know you know you're about to you're, you're about to experience it that's one yeah. the second one was actually was, was actually um uh, uh another experience that i had with a friend of mine um a really good friend of mine and um we were playing we were playing uh uh master league um and we used to play the two player um and uh i remember we we needed we needed it was the last it was like some i can't remember whether it was a cup game or a league game and we need and we were we, we were losing and i think we needed to we need we needed to draw and um and my mate basically just like whips whips this ball into the box um i headed keeper makes a save my mate's there for the rebound tucks it away and we both just these like two 19 year olds jumping up in the air hugging and you just yeah you just, those are the moments right yeah. um, mm. definitely uh, gary um so yeah i've got a similar one with like stuff with Lickstang. um just ordering ordering them every year and just waiting uh, one one thing that I never got hit by custom charges once. Oh, you yeah, oh, rubbing it in, rubbing it in, making it worse for him. <laughs> Sorry, stuff. Um, That's all right, buddy. Um, but yeah, the other one is similar. Is I remember PES two game. You could pre-order it and you get the demo disc. Um, and yeah, just like that was because obviously PES two. That was back in the day of the sort of start of the the good era of Pez, um, just going home and just playing that constantly until, yeah, basically the the full That's, game came out. And I believe it had just England and... England and Germany. England Germany, Germany in it. Yeah. That was it. It was a sleeve. So it, wasn't, it wasn't even a case. It was a sleeve. It was a sleeve. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking out memories, but, mate. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, just... Just going to game and getting that, that was that was like, and I was young then as well, so I was like buzzing because, yeah, yeah. it was like a new game and I could just, obviously it was a demo, but to, when you're that young, you just don't care. You're just like, yeah, this is new, so it's going to be amazing. So, yeah, that was um cool. And then gameplay-wise, I suppose, any Roberto Carlos free kick from like 35 yards. <laughs> that used to be my thing. He was my he was my guy back in the day. So, yeah. Good times. Gameplay wise, um, I think it was it was playing. Um, we used to have like, you know, most most like uh, like kind of younger younger teenagers back in the day would go out on New Year's Eve, you know, go out get drunk and whatever. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> what we used to do is we used to stay. We used to, we used to I think one year we went. To, uh, we my parents were like away, so I invited like all the lads over to my house, and we had a couple of TVs back to back. Uh, arranged a couple of ps2s and we had like a, a pez masterly tournament um you know and and we saw that into the <laughs> new year i can't remember what year it was but i think it was the year like pez 5 was out i think it was um and just yeah we it was a great time like we had like food and drinks going and everything it was just yeah it was a that will always stick in my head 
obviously I won the tournament as well, so that sticks in my head. Um, <laughs> but then I other gameplay stuff would be like where Pez Six playing against my mate, playing against my mate um, uh, Gary knows Aaron Sullivan. Uh, play, I used to play a lot of Pez with Pez with him uh, from from back in the NGB uh, NGB days, um, and we used to play online. Uh, and I I used to like destroy him with Adriana essentially. I remember scoring a scoring a goal on essentially from the half, halfway line, top bins like I think it was last minute, and he was like effing and blinding down the microphone where I was just like taking the absolute piss out of it. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Adriano. Adriano. Yeah, you could score from the fucking menus with Adriano. That's how, OP. That's how good he was. Remember Recolba? Recolba's left. Recolba, yeah, yeah. I used to have my 4-3-3 with them, like with uh, Adriano, Recolba. Who was it as well? I used to have like Cordoba as, as like one of the wing backs as well. You should just, just destroy everyone. There were two Edgar Davids as well. Edgar, he was yeah, yeah. That's legend. Great memory. There's, there's, one, great there's one. There's one moment we can't forget. I think it was Pez 2014. After <laughs> playing in Windsor, um, you've got the gif of it as well. I know you. Yeah. I knew you. That's hilarious. Smashes, but gets a gets a corner. My defender heads it out, and yeah. Asim smashes it first time on the ball. Pop bins. and and he just goes nuts. And we had this. We had, we had we had a video recording our faces while we were playing. And, and so Adam loses control. It's hilarious. It's one of those office chairs. He does. He does this little spin <laughs> to celebrate. Going, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, Dude, that, was, that was I early t- when we went to Windsor, right? Was it twenty fifteen? Yeah, we were in Windsor. Fifteen or fourteen? I can't remember now. One of the two. I, yeah, I thought it was fourteen, but yeah, maybe fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Um, um, there's been so many memories, like you know, from hustling people. I used to work in a bar. And we used to hustle all the students that would come and stay in Birmingham. And they, everyone obviously used to play ISS and PES back in the day. So we'd be like, yeah, to, yeah, we play, we play. Just hustle them out of money, man, all the time and that. But I think just because it was, I know the guy and it's one of the funniest moments. And it was the first time I ever met Adam. So obviously we worked in the video game industry together at Ubisoft. So met Adam. We didn't know that we liked PES. I didn't know Adam had WEMB I didn't know he liked Pez he didn't know that I liked Pez and it just it came up um we were sharing a room um and we obviously we, we were chatting about it and it just came he was I was just like I, I can't sleep I wish I was just playing Pez and then obviously fast Flipped. forward the next time we're in a hotel which is a month later I was like you know when someone chats shit I gotta put them in their place Adam is a master at that you know he is and I was mm. like, fuck this. This geezer thinks I'm not going to do it. I packed up my PlayStation, bought that shit all down, ripped the TV's like HDMI protector off. We were like, let's play. And we yeah. only had a time for one game before we all went out for dinner. And you know what they say, right? It's the first time that counts. You'll never forget your first time. <laughs> so the first time we played, I beat him 2-1. I've never had so much evil from a guy over dinner in my life. You would have thought I stole his, like... Because he wants that rematch, right? You want that rematch straight away. No, dude, this is it. Like, I'll be there. I'll be chatting. He's at the end of the table. So he's, like, onto my left diagonally. I'd be chatting. And then I turn. And it's just this... (laughs) Staring at me. Like, he's stalking me. And then we get back to the hotel. And uh, our boss goes, oh, let's go to the bar for a drink. I was like, yeah, Adam, because I fucked that upstairs now. And it, you know what I mean? And that was it. The guy just spent two hours of hatred on me, man. And I, I, 
I, again, like you know how competitive we get yeah. in pairs, right? And yeah. yeah, he whooped me the rest of that night. You know what I mean? But first time, first time, yeah. that's all that matters. I uh, I <laughs> mention one last one and end on a hopefully a positive note. Uh, like generally, just 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 pairs in general. I think working on pairs. I mean, like. I forget sometimes that for three years I worked on pairs. I don't know, growing up playing pairs, it was just it was an honor to be honest. Like to like to work on pairs uh, and to like be. I mean, I got lots of shit from the community, but you know, also there was lots of good parts to it as well. Like you know, engaging with the community on a daily basis. You know, there's lots of good people in the community as well still, um, and you know, having that having that link with them, uh, I think that was that was great. Uh, as an experience for three years um and then stuff will know this one like just because we weren't working on the game technically but being when me adam and stuff uh i think and alan uh from back in the day were were in the manual for, mm. for like two or three years running i think oh, it was yeah. i think it was 13 was the first one right 13 yeah. was the first one. I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um we we still like like work with john john murphy and steve merrick quite closely legends um <laughs> Like giving them feedback and stuff like that, they used to really reach out to us. Uh, so that was an honor. And just yeah, meeting you guys, through Pez. you know, meeting yeah, you know, meeting like lifelong friends. Uh, it's crazy. Pez, like, we, like we forget about that. Like I, I, we touched upon it at the start, but we forget about the actual real life relationships we've made through Pez. Um, yeah. And like how it how it's brought us all together and to be on this podcast at this. Can I just give a shout out? Uh, one quick thing about Alan. I remember we went down to a Pez Day uh, in Windsor. Was it Windsor? Yeah. And um, I got teamed up to play Alan. Uh, we're talking about Scottish Alan, right? Scottish accent. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, I know you don't I, I, I work for a site, so I'll go easy on you. That pissed me off when he said that. I <laughs> fucked him up. Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> but Adam was like, you need to stop. I was like, this geezer's getting double digited by the end of this game. I don't give a shit. And then I whooped him so bad. And then I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll play him. And I was like, I'm going to fuck this geezer up as well, isn't it? It's like everyone just keeps chatting it. And that's what I love about it. It's like the ultra competitiveness of Pez, you know. But if anyone wants to chat to you guys about Pez, um, Gary, where can they talk to you? What's your Twitter handle or anything like that? You give it, give it out. Twitter at Gary Clark. Um, pretty straightforward. So yeah, I'm always on there lurking and is that Gary with the winding, right? Yeah, winding people up. So yeah, come over and try and wind me up. <laughs> mate, they just gotta talk Arsenal. That's all they've got to do, mate. Isn't it? You know? well. <laughs> so if, we, if, if, if anyone wants to chat to you about old school pairs and chat to you about e-football and anything like that or share stories, where can they find you? Definitely hit me up on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter is definitely the easiest way to, to, to reach me. Uh at, at my first name at sub one. Boom. Excellent. I'll put them all in on the description and ask him where can they abuse you if they want to get they can, to you? They can abuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my abusing days are over. It's more people agreeing with me now. Um, yeah, but no, uh, <laughs> they can reach me at Asim Tambi. It's just, yeah, just, just my full name. Excellent. And listeners, again, this was only supposed to be 60 minutes. We went two hours. <laughs> Pez does that, Pez. right? You know what I mean? But guys, I want to thank you all so very much for making the time to do this. It was a big day for eFootball today. Um, it missed the mark. So we wanted to talk about it and we did. Um, but we'll see, you know, we'll see where we go on that front on there. But listeners, thank you very much for listening. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. There'll be more pest supplements. There'll be another one tomorrow, which will feature 
Uh, Wes from Pez Universe and David Fish. We'll definitely I'm, I'm get you. I'm going to watch that one. I'm going to watch that one. We definitely, uh, you know, as we progress during the roadmap and the timeline, we'll get people back on as well to discuss what they're playing, how they feel about it. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we're all pleasantly surprised and we're happy and we are eating our words. If not, I'm ready for you, Asim. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm ready for you. But everybody, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for watching. Good night, everybody. Boys, holy shit. <laughs>